Warning, you are about to enter another dimension. Things may get strange, things may be weird. Prepare for the unexpected. What's going on, gang? It is Quad D20 here uh, with Dimension 119. About to uh, pump out a quick episode while I drive home from the plasma place. Uh, I am going to get to this one a lot later than normal. I usually try to record ahead of, ahead of time and uh, have it posted by Thursday. Um, some stuff I had to do yesterday, so I wasn't able to get to it ahead of time. Um, so we're going to do it now since I've been kind of busy all day until now. Um, I don't know how long we'll go with this episode. I don't think we'll be heavy, like uh, deep and heavy, but we might end up getting deep and heavy. So if you don't mind, uh, you know, maybe an emotional episode and maybe a heavy episode, then stick with me. If not, you, you know, you, this may not be the episode for you. It's, we're not, we're, I'm not planning on talking about anything bad or controversial or anything like that necessarily. I kind of want to talk about um, heritage. Uh, it's just something that's been on my mind. I listened to a, a podcast um, the other day by someone else. And it might have been a radio show. I can't remember which one, but one of the things that they talked about was heritage and, and what you kind of, what you'll be leaving behind when you go. Um, on top of that, uh, that I listened to, it's, it's probably been a week or so ago, maybe two, maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. Um, and then someone passing away, not anyone, not someone that I knew personally, but someone I held in high regard passing away. Um, Oh, someone that I let's just I'm not even going to worry like I'm not even going to hide who it was or not mention who it was because I'm not this is going to be a I've, I've mentioned before kind of a little bit about what kind of podcast I want to do and how I want to be open and be kind of unscripted and be just kind of be me like if no one else finds this podcast and no one else really listens to this podcast I want this podcast to be kind of a auditory journal uh, of my thoughts of my growth um, of my self progression of my interests and of my hobbies so I'm going to be obviously there's personal things that you don't want to put out uh, on the internet for anyone to listen to but I'm going to be as open and as honest as I feel comfortable with, and I, I, I will not go out of my way to offend someone, but I will go ahead and say I'm sorry now if, if my views on something do offend you or do upset you or, or go against the grain of what you believe or think. I don't, I don't go out with the intention to do that. Hopefully, if you disagree with me, you'll hopefully you'll hear me out so I can at least share my side of something so that if, if for no other reason you have, you know, you've listened to someone who's, I, I will try to be rational about things and be calm about things. So hopefully 
if you disagree with something that I say on any topics, whether it be a major topic or whether it be, you know, movies or something like that, um, hopefully I can present my views in a way that even if you disagree with them, you'll hear me out if, if for no other reason than to hear another point of view on said topic. So now that a little bit of a disclaimer is out of the way, you know, I said I heard, I listened to someone talk about heritage not too long ago, and then I grew up listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh on the radio with my dad. I remember listening to him when we would travel. I remember listening to him. Um, just I was homeschooled most of my life, and I remember being on the road with my dad and and listening to rush talking I, I remember listening to him as I got older listening to him on my own a little bit um, he didn't really have a show that I could listen to as far as his radio show goes that I could listen to myself like on the way to work or anything like that because he was usually on while I was at work so in the later years I didn't really get a lot of exposure to him but it's fond memories um, I, I mean I, I don't know him personally like I said but I think that for the most part, he was a good man. Um, and, you know, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe I'm a little biased because my dad liked him and my dad agreed with a lot of what he said. And, you know, I kind of grew up listening to him with my dad, you know, and that, that makes that special to me because it's something me and my dad did together. But regardless of what... I don't always agree with everything he said, uh, Rush said. I don't think that... I think that if you agree with absolutely everything anybody says, then there's some kind of issue or some kind of problem. You're holding something back. You're not being honest with them or yourself about something. I'm not saying you have to fight with everybody you know, but if they never say anything that you're like, eh, I'm not sure if that's... I'm not sure if I agree with that, then somebody's fooling themselves somewhere, whether it be you or them or something. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. So what brought all this thinking up about heritage and things like that, and what we'll get into here in a second, is that it's the radio program I listened to, and then when Rush passed away, kind of got me thinking about, not about death, but what happened afterwards kind of got me thinking about like what we leave behind because like I said he's in my mind he was a really good man he did a lot of good he said a lot of good things you know he had a lot of good viewpoints I know like I said not everybody agreed with him but you have people that would agree with him on absolutely everything and you know very nearly worship the ground he walked on which i don't really think it's right either. You can hold someone in very high regards, but I don't know about going that far. And then you have the people on the other side of that coin that hates his guts. There has been some crazy stuff said since he passed away. There's been some people t- saying that he needs to burn in hell, and I heard that they were posting on Twitter, hashtag RIP, rest in piss, and and so on and so forth, and and people, I heard I, I heard that from a reputable source that shortly after he passed, 
someone changed his Wikipedia page and said that he was back home where he belonged with Satan and Hill. And that's just, to me, that is so uncalled for. And it's so sad to me to know. For one, like, I respect, I respected the man. I respect the man, you know, for my various reasons. And so it's respectful to me on that, in that aspect of, you know, that's someone that's I, that I don't know as to be a bad person and people are treating him that way. But not only that, that's that's someone that has passed away that you're wishing those things on. I, I, everyone has people they don't like and they don't care for. Everyone has people they don't get along with. And everyone has those times where they're just so fed up with someone that, you know, they wish they would get what's coming to them. And I understand that. If you feel that way about someone, I get that. But to wish someone something like that, to wish someone death, and or and or to wish someone to burn in hell, whether you believe in those that thing or not, like to wish some, if you don't, even if you don't believe that that's a real thing, like to wish that, like do some research on it and see what people believe it is, and to wish that on someone is horrific. I think. I definitely think this is this is. I guess where we'll get a little controversial before we get into our real heritage topic because this is something else that's been on my mind. I think that... I think that there are definitely people that deserve to be there, to be in hell. I think that there are people that deserve that type of punishment. Let me go ahead and get that out of the way and say that so people don't think I'm insane. But I think that the dead deserve some respect you don't have to agree with them you don't have to agree with their life you can even make the statement that the world is better off now that they're gone i i can respect that but to belittle someone after they've passed to trash someone like that after they've passed i don't i don't think that's okay especially especially directly after they've passed because regardless of who that person is and what what you think of them, there's a good chance that that person has family that love them. Even even if they've done bad things, they've got someone that loves them. And even their loved one may, I don't know, maybe they will admit that it's better that they're gone now, but that doesn't mean that they won't miss them. And you trashing or someone trashing someone's reputation after they've passed like that just hurts that family. And I, I think the family of someone that passes deserves deserves that respect and kindness. But I also think that that person that's passed deserves that respect and kindness to an extent. Now, now that that small rant is over with, uh, we'll get on to real heritage now that I've kind of kind of given the reason why I've been thinking about it. I my dad is my dad is a great man in my opinion. My dad is a fantastic man and my mother is as well. My dad is a preacher. He used to be a pastor. He's a traveling minister. He will go out of his way to, to help people when he can. He's he's a jack of all trades. Like I, I feel like my dad could do anything that he put his mind to. As if you gave him a chance to learn something or learn a skill, he could do just about anything. And I, I don't claim to be good at everything because most definitely not. 
but I do thank my dad for giving me that skill and that ability and that drive to to learn how to do certain things, to be self-sufficient. I'm not saying that I don't need help. I'm not saying that I don't need assistance, but for example, something breaks at my house. If it's something that I can at, at all attempt to fix, I will try to fix it. I have, you know, have my tools and I do everything I can to fix what I can around the house so that we don't have to pay for repairs and we don't have to pay costly bills for having someone out and fix something that I could fix myself. That goes from plumbing to construction to electrical to yard work, you know, I've fixed I've fixed appliances, I've fixed electronics. I don't claim to be great at all of it, but because of some because of some of the other experiences I've had in my life with jobs and stuff and because I grew up working with my dad and my grandfather and my uncles doing various different things like I have those skills whether they're you know fine-tuned or not I grew up you know working on plumbing with my dad I've spent hours and hours and hours I've spent entire days trying to fix plumbing in in churches from for friends of my dad's um I've, I've spent I remember specifically one time we were up till probably about midnight or so trying to fix this one sink in this church of, of a friend of my dad's that we were working on that we just couldn't get the fittings to, to work right. We were working with copper pipe and we couldn't get the fittings we were using to work right and they kept being the wrong size and we kept running into this problem and that problem. We eventually stopped working on it for a while, went fi- finished the rest of the stuff we had to finish for for you know the work we were doing and then we had to come back and finish this sink. And it took us hours. I, I, if I remember right, we we worked pretty late pretty late in the night trying to fix that sink. And, you know, that's just one example. If it wasn't for stuff like that, I wouldn't have the work ethic that I do. I wouldn't have the skills that I have and the, the drive and the ability to attempt to do the things that I try to do. And not... Everyone has that. I mean, that's just, just don't take me the wrong way, please. This is not me trying to brag on myself. If anything, this is me bragging on my dad. But the point of all of it is like no one, there's very few people that I know that have those skills that would attempt to fix things that would, a lot of people nowadays will call and have someone come out and fix something. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Especially if you don't have the time, you know, or something like that. Or if it's something that's super technical and you can't do it yourself. There's nothing wrong with calling someone to fix things. I, I, I don't want to come across as that either. But I'm, because of the way I grew up and because I helped my dad with stuff and I worked on roofing and stuff with my grandpa and my uncles and, you know, I worked in the garden with my mom and my grandma and... And, uh, you know, I had a job, I had a job as a ranch hand for a few weeks, um, working for someone that my mom worked for, uh, at his company. And I, I worked for a summer laying floors, you know, I've done several different jobs. I've worked in an appliance shop where we sold and repaired appliances and sold parts, you know, so I can read a schematic and stuff like that somewhat. 
I have this amalgamation of all these experiences, and it's and it's thanks to most of it is thanks to my dad and 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 my grandfathers and my uncles and stuff like that. But I'm so appreciative of that because that's a heritage. Like my 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 grandpa on my mom's side called him Pops. Pops is gone. He's passed away. He passed away several years ago. And he was the, he was the, Pops was the one that we seen the most. Pops and Grandma. Grandma and Pops. They were the, they were my mom's mom and dad and they were together until my grandma passed away first. And we worked us, I say we, as in me and my cousins, my brother, we would work for grandma and grandpa all the time during the summer to earn money for church camp and, and to earn money for summer camps and earn money just for extra stuff. During the summer, we'd work there. You know, my cousins would come down from the various states they lived in and we'd all get together and we'd play and stuff. And then we'd have days where we worked and we got we we thought we were rich because we used to get paid five dollars an hour and we could take that money and do whatever we wanted with it you know we could go down to the to the malt shop right down the road and get a burger and a shake you know stuff like that i grew up being taught taught how to work now don't get me wrong i definitely can be lazy i definitely can be a person that likes to just sit and watch tv or play video games or whatever but also like it's kind of it's a kind of a weird thing about me is I don't feel like I have like multiple personalities but I feel like I'm a weird amalgamation of a bunch of different types of people because I can be that way but I'm also that person that like once I get started on working on something or working on a project that I'm excited about I have a hard time stopping to do stuff that needs to be done or stopping to take a break because it's something that I just like to do and I'm excited about and I hope to, you know, what, uh, Nathan, what does all this have to do with heritage? Well, like I said, my grandfather's passed away. You know, he left me some of those skills and some of those things he taught me. You know, I used to, he used to have uh, acres of land back behind him, uh, my grandma and pop's house. And I used to go over there. I went over there one summer when they were gone. I, th- I think it was after, might have been after my grandma passed away. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. But I remember that no one was home and I would go over there and take five gallon buckets of water in my grandpa's truck, my pops' truck, and I would drive around back on those acres and water, I had a list of trees that he had planted and I would have to go down all the trails that he had made back there that we used to ride four wheelers on and water all these trees, you know, carrying five gallon buckets full of water. And then I had, um, I had one gallon buckets of water that I would dip into the water and some of them I'd have filled up, you know, dip into the five gallon buckets and pour those on the trees and so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm not a stranger in hard work and, you know, my dad taught me the skills, the different jobs I've done have taught me skills and I, that's, that's all, and, and, and the way I look at it is that's all a heritage that my grandfather passed down to me my dad has passed down to me I mean I'm still learning from my dad to this day you know I'm I am 30 years old I have two kids I have a wife I'm still learning like I hope I'm still learning from my dad to this day how how to be a man how to be a better man how to be a good man 
you know, how to take care of my family, what to do. I go over to his house and my mom's house. I go over there to their house all the time and help my dad work on different projects and different stuff. For, you know, for one, I, I owe them a lot because of help they've given me over the years. And I mean, they're my parents, so I owe them my life essentially. So I try to go over there and help as you know, anytime I have the chance. And through doing that, you know, not only do I learn more hard work, but I also learn more skills. Like the other day we went over there, I went over there and helped him uh, hang some shiplap. And I've never done it. I've I've laid flooring, I've laid vinyl and wood flooring, and it's somewhat similar, but this is a little bit different. And it was kind of a learning process. He'd never done it either, so we had to look up together how, how to do it, where to start, you know, which order to go in, and, and this and that. And that's stuff that he's leaving to me. You know, he's not gone yet, thank God. I don't know what I'm going to do when that when it comes to that point, but that's a heritage that he's leaving to me and building for me. I can never, I will never be able to, and I, I will try to my best to be the best man I can be for my wife and kids, but I will never be, I would never be able to step in my dad's shoes and be in, and live up to who my dad is and what my dad is. I could never fill those shoes. And I don't, I don't ever want to try because that's not, that's not me. I want to be me. But I want to take that heritage that he's passing down to me over, you know, over the years and put, add my style to it and add my self to it, so to speak, and pass it down to my kids. You know, I'm asking myself more and more as time passes and my kids get older, what's, what, what kind of heritage am I leaving behind? And I don't mean inheritance. I don't mean money. Yeah, you know, be concerned about that because you don't want to leave your kids with a ton of debt, stuff like that. But that's not my main concern. My main concern is what heritage am I leaving behind? What skills am I teaching them? What traits am I teaching them? What, you know, am I giving them these physical skills but also giving them the skill of thought, the skill of common sense, the skill of thinking. And some of that can't be taught, I understand, but showing it through example, you know, the skill of learning from your mistakes. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and everyone has that's my age. And, but the thing about a mistake is, I don't call them failures because you're, they're mistakes in their shortcomings, but I don't call them failure because the only way that a mistake becomes a failure or the only way that your mistake turns into you being a failure is if you give up. A mistake is a mistake if you if you make it and you turn away from it or get up from it and learn from it. If you don't learn from it, then you that it really is a failure. But if you learn something from your mistakes, then you can take that nasty mistake and turn it into some type of success. And I want it, that's something I want to, that's a heritage I want to teach my kids and leave for my kids. I want my kids to be able to look back and be proud and as proud of me being their dad as I am of my dad being mine. And that's not because 
I want to be vain and want to be held in high esteem. That's the simple fact of, to me, that's what a great man is. Is someone that, especially their children, like I have two boys, especially my two boys. If my two boys can look up to me and say that I was a great man and a great father and that they are proud of me and they love me, then I feel like I have been a great man. But not not in a prideful way, but in a as as an example. I want to be a great man as an example to my kids. I want them to be able to learn from my actions, learn from my thought process, learn from my hobbies, learn from my skills, learn from my my outlooks. I want them to form their own opinions. I want them to be themselves. I don't want them to be a carbon copy of me. But I want them to see my example and be able to be and I want to be able to be an example that they can live by. And to me that's what heritage is. You leave behind and I guess it doesn't even have to really be kids. Maybe you maybe it's maybe you don't ever have any friends, but you influ you I guess heritage is more more for your kids, but if you don't have kids and you never have kids, like what are you leaving behind in the world otherwise? What are you what kind of impact are you making on the world? And it doesn't have to be a major profound impact where you're famous. But did you leave the world a better place or a worse place? If the if you're gone tomorrow, is the world better off or is the world a little worse off? And that that is not a question to be dep- you know depressed about or anything like that. That's not a question to bring you down in the dumps. It's a question to ask yourself of am I being the best me that I can be? Am I being the best man I can be? Am I being the best woman I can be? Am I being the best person that I can be? Am I living up to my potential? I know I'm not. I, I, I'm, I am trying. I'm trying to get back on track of, of it. I let a lot of fear and anxiety and worry and overthinking keep me from doing the things that I want to do and doing the, and trying the things that I want to try which limits my potential this podcast for instance I was extremely frightened to do the first episode of this podcast and I put it off and put it off and put it off I, I kept telling people that I was having a podcast in the works that I was working on stuff for it and I was I worked on a little art for it I haven't gotten it on the cover of this podcast yet because it still needs some tweaking but I was working on art for it here and there you know I was working on some episode ideas and stuff like that beforehand but I wasn't making a conscious effort to get the content out there I was focused on being afraid of it and being afraid that it would go nowhere being afraid of that it would be terrible being afraid that I wouldn't be able to do it that I wouldn't enjoy it you know, whatever, that I made excuses for reasons to keep putting it off and do it later. You know, well, I was going to have my buddy join me, and he has reasons why he can't right now, so I'll I'll wait. Uh, well, I don't have the equipment that I need. I, you know, I don't have an office that I can shut off from the animals at home, so I'll wait till I have that. Well, I don't have this, and I don't have that, so I'll wait. I don't have my cover art, and I want to have good cover art before I start because I want it to look like I care. 
you know, I don't have intro music and outro music and so on and so forth. The list gets longer and longer and longer all the time. But in the end, those were just excuses to, that kept me from doing something that I wanted to do, doing pursuing a dream that I had. And it kept me from living up to my potential because, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this podcast may never go anywhere. You know, I may only ever have two or three people other than me listen to it, even if that. But the point is, I, I can't, you can't live up to your potential if you just sit on your hands and do nothing about your dreams or do nothing about the things you want to do. This could be, this podcast could be part of my heritage. And if I never started it, I wouldn't have known that. You know, I feel like it will, even even if it never goes anywhere, because my my boys can go back at some point and listen to these episodes and, you know, find out more about what I liked, find out more about how I thought, my thought process, you know, my outlook on life, you know, the thoughts that I had going throughout the days, you know, the issues that were important to me. This is one more way, if nothing else, and I just now thought of this while I was talking to you all. This podcast can be one more way for my boys to get to know me and to see more of who I am at, at any point in life and, and get closer to me and have another example of, in some way of of, of following your dreams and how they can turn out. I don't know where this whole thing's going to go. I hope to be doing it for a while. And, you know, it'd be great if it took off. I don't know if it will or not, but I'm going to keep doing it because I really enjoy it. You know, I enjoy talking about Marvel. I enjoy this conversation that we're having right now or this. I call it a conversation because I hope that someday, you know, if I am doing this, months down the road, years down the road, that's, that someday I will have people on to talk with, but I'll also have kind of, even if it's a small audience, I'll have a small audience to interact with. Interact with. I want to bring joy into people's lives. I want to bring laughter. I want to bring a smile to people's faces. I want to have, I want to be able to sit down and talk about things that maybe people don't feel comfortable talking about just not in a hostile way, but just to, so that it's talked about. And I want that to be part of my heritage. I want my boys to know that their dad wasn't someone that went out of his way to offend people, but he also wasn't someone that just tiptoed around and didn't share his thoughts and share his mind. You know, I want them to realize that you can disagree with someone and still have a civil conversation with them. I want my boys to be able to look back when I'm gone or even when I'm not gone, even when I'm, you know, when just when they're grown and out of the house and look back and see and say that they're proud of their dad and they're proud to call me their dad because I know that I'm more than proud to call them my sons. I am so blessed with, no, my life's not perfect, I've made my mistakes, you know, my boys have made their mistakes, my wife's made her mistakes, our whole family has made mistakes, but I am so blessed 
to have a beautiful wife and a loving wife and two beautiful sons. That's not a perfect life. It's not the greatest life in the world. But it is my happiness. My wife and those two boys are my world. I would give my life for them. And I do, in a way, regardless of whether I live another 50, 60, 70 years, whatever it may be, whatever time I'm allotted, then, you know, if I pass away a natural death, I do technically give my life for them. Not in a bad way, but I'm working to try to provide for my family. I'm giving everything that I got to make sure that they're happy and taken care of. I would do anything to make sure they have happiness in a, in a home and a warm bed to sleep on and a roof over their heads and, and food in their bellies. I would give of my happiness to make them happy. And that's the kind of heritage that I want to leave behind for my boys because I want them to have that same feeling when they have a family. I want them to have that same outlook when they have a family. I want I want to show my boys that as a man, as a husband, as a father, you give your life for your family, not not in a bad way necessarily. Not I don't mean I mean I would die for my kids and for my wife, but I don't necessarily mean when I say you give your life for your family, I don't mean it that way in every sense. I mean, you give your life for your family because you do everything you can to provide for them and protect them. You would give of your happiness, like I said, to make them happy. I try to make sure that they have before I have, if that makes sense. I give of myself by putting them first and give my life in that way. I have this great picture of it in my head and it's it's hard to get out in words. But heritage led to all this because I want to leave an impact somewhere. You know, if it's just my wife and my kids that I leave an impact on, if it, when I'm gone, if it's just my kids that I've I've made an impact on, then then that's fine with me. But I feel like I have the potential and the opportunity to do more than just that. Not because I'm any great person or I'm any I have any special talent. I don't I don't mean it that way. But I have this desire to, like I said earlier, make people smile. I've, I've always done that. I, I used to try to do comedy. I used to try to be, at one point I wanted to be a clown when I was a kid. I, I tried to be funny and do my brother's birthday as a clown because I wanted to be a, like, a, like a clown for parties and stuff and make people smile and laugh. And I get it, most people are afraid of clowns now. Let's, that's a moot point. 
let's move on past that. But I did, I used to do comedy with, in Magic, with a guy when my when we lived in Texas and my dad was pastor in the church. You know, we used to do, we did a lock-in with, with our youth group and I was his co-host kind of for this comedy sketch we did. And it was one of the funnest things I ever did. You know, we used to go to Magic shows together and, and we went, I remember we went and watched this magic comedian one time. It was, it was fantastic. We used to go to, we used to drive two hour, two or three hours to go to the magic shop that was, that used to be down from us. You know, we'd, we'd take a trip every so often, go down there and look at what they had. You know, it just, that kind of stuff brought a smile to my face and I seen it bring smiles to other people's faces and I loved it. And where we're at in our world right now, is there's a lot of unhappiness and unrest and un, unsa- uh, unsatisfaction. There's there's not a lot of satisfaction. There's a lot of strife. And if I can cut through a little piece of that, whether it be with this podcast, whether it be with the YouTube channel, whether it be with D&D game that I plan on running at some point, including on this podcast, I I want to do that. And if that, if I only do that for a couple of people, then that's fine. I've made some kind of difference, I feel like. If it's more than that, then great. But I will waste the potential that I have. Everyone has potential. But I will waste the potential that I have and the desire and the drive that I have if I would have kept making excuses and kept coming up with reasons why I couldn't start this podcast. And I have a YouTube channel up too that I have, I have some pretty bad videos on it bad as in bad quality and that's something I plan on reviving at some point you know that one's difficult to do right now for time constraints but it's something I do plan on reviving and I'm I it's something that I am more actively working towards than I was working towards this podcast because I have started this podcast and realized how much I enjoy it and I think that I can do that as well I don't know that I'll ever have great content on there. It may just be D&D games. Maybe just doing what I'm doing now, but in front of a camera and then releasing it in podcast form and video form on YouTube. I, I don't know yet. But that's another dream and another desire that I have. You know, I hope to stream someday because I, I used to love watching a good funny streamer, you know, play video games and, and laugh at them and laugh at the reactions. And I hope to do that someday too. I don't, know if I'll be good at any of that stuff but it's something I'll give it a shot something I'll try because it's a dream I have it's something I've always wanted to do and I'm I'm not waiting any longer I refuse to let the heritage and the memory that I leave behind of myself of that I was afraid of trying new things or afraid of being myself because I was afraid I would fail if this podcast never goes anywhere oh well I don't think I failed at it because I pursued my dream. Same thing with the YouTube channel. If the YouTube channel doesn't go anywhere, okay, well, I pursued my dream. That's what counts, right? Don't let your fear of the outcome keep you from pursuing your dreams. Whatever that dream may be. I have some other, I have another dream that I haven't, talk to very many people about yet that I want to do, that I want to pursue 
in the long run. It's going to be a lot more difficult than starting a podcast or starting a YouTube channel. But I'm slowly making strides towards it too because I'm I'm tired of waiting. I'm like I said earlier, I'm 30 years old. I I don't want to say that I don't have time to wait, but like I've wasted a lot of time putting these things off and I'm I'm not doing it anymore. That I don't want my heritage to be that I put things off and never did anything. You have potential in your life, whether, no matter what it may be for, you have potential in your life. You have dreams. If you, if you, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you can't tell me what one of your big dreams is, then you need to do some soul searching. And, and that's how I was. It, it, or maybe it's not the time for you to have your dream yet. Pursue the dreams you have now. Maybe you don't have your big dream in mind. I just got my big dream like a year ago, maybe. Like, this is one of them, and YouTube's one of them, but, like, my big, big dream that's going to take me several years to to bring to light if I can just came to me maybe a year, year and a half ago. And when it came to me, I'm like, man, I can't believe I never thought of something like this. But it's different things in my life that have pointed me in that direction, and I was not ready for it until a year and a half ago. I'm still not ready for it because I have no idea what to do with it. But it's something I'm going to continue to learn about and continue to pursue until I find out that it's impossible for me to do or until until I do it. One of those two. But it's not going to be to the point, it's not going to be, oh, I think it's impossible. It's going to be, no, I tried and, and it's just not happening. Because I'm not, I'm not holding back anymore. I'm not keeping myself down for, for fear of failure. If you don't, for fear of mistakes. If you don't ever make a mistake, I don't think you can truly learn certain things. If you don't ever make a mistake, you can't ever learn the right path of doing something. So that's a lot of stuff to think about and talk about that kind of I include all in the heritage discussion. You know, maybe some of it's way off topic. Maybe some of it doesn't match up to you. But that's when I look when I think about heritage. That's what all comes up to me. So, pose. Let me pose you three questions. What kind of heritage are you building up, establishing for your life? What kind of dreams do you have and what are your dreams? And what are you doing to pursue those dreams? My family is being taken care of by me. We have a house, we have a roof over our heads, we have food in our refrigerator. So other than make like if you put the family aside and take you're just taking me for instance I think the three I think those are three of the most important questions what are you leaving behind what are your dreams and what are you doing to make them happen because I feel like everything else falls into those categories your belief system your 
your outlook on life, your politics, whatever else. Those, I think in some ways those can all be tied back to one of those three questions. So think about those things. And, you know, if you want to have a conversation about any of them, whether it's on the podcast or whether it's just between me and you, I'm more than happy to. You can find me on Facebook, Quad D20. Um, you can, I mean, you can just search Quad D20 on Facebook and you can find me. Um, I'll post up a link to this podcast and the voice notes and maybe you can leave me a voice note if you want to be involved in the podcast and if you know I can either have you on or I can just post a voice note that you post do some do some soul searching and some introspection and and think about those things like I said it doesn't have to be hard and heavy and sad this is this is not a sad conversation this is kind of a serious conversation but it's not a sad rough conversation but those things don't have to make you sad those things should make you if they make you sad then there's things that you need to change but it should also make you happy and excited because you know if you figure out those things or figure out where you are on those three questions you kind of have an outlook of where you can go next. Like you may not know exactly exactly the specifics of what to do, but at least you have a path to follow. If you can find out where you're at on those three questions, you have a path to follow for those three questions. You have a at least a direction you can start moving, and that should that should excite people because that's not stagnation. That's not standing still. As long as you're always moving forward, I think you should always be bettering yourself. We, I don't think we should ever stop growing as people. And if you're always bettering yourself and growing as a person, then you have something to be proud of. So if you can figure out where you're at on those three questions, look forward, march forward, keep moving forward. That doesn't mean forget everything else, but don't stop growing as a person don't stop following your dreams don't stop chasing your dreams don't stop building your heritage for whoever you're leaving behind I hope you all have a great day great night great morning whenever you guys listen to this I hope it's fantastic for you I have been Quad D20 or Nathan for Dimension 119 I am signing off I will see you in another dimension.